0: You're listening to the Fintech Podcast, the show that goes deep into the stories, the successes and failures that went into creating some of the world's most fantastic fintechs. I'm Elliot Gotkin, and in this episode, why three CEOs are better than one, especially if you want an Ibero-America conquering fintech that's due to break even this year
1: they thought i was the trainee and it was really hilarious you know and i just start laughing and okay it's great to be seen so young i said
0: <laughs> Lupina Iturriaga i could never roll my r's in spanish uh, founder and co-ceo of fintonic thanks so much for joining me on the fintech podcast
1: It's a pleasure thank you Elliot <laughs>
0: Now, uh, you're big in Spain and Latin America, but for those listeners that aren't familiar with Fintonic, uh, perhaps you can give us a quick summary.
1: Okay. Fintonic helps you to solve all your financial needs. Uh, We have an account and a um, card that you can use within to pay all over the world. But also, it helps you to organize all your money and to have everything under control. All your other banks, you can aggregate them in Fintonic, within Fintonic, and Fintonic will alert you if something goes wrong, if they charge you a duplicate charge or a fee, a commission. And also from the day one, it will tell you if you are overpaying your energy bill, your telco bill, and also your insurance bill, because it will help you also to switch to a better price within your company or in another company, everything done within Fintonic. And also Fintonic helps you to understand how good or bad you are for the banks. Uh, it gives you your credit score, your own credit score. Bear in mind that in Spain and in most of European countries and all over the world, the users or clients don't have this positive wall to understand how, uh, which API they do deserve, which interest rate they do deserve. So this empowers the user to better negotiate, better conditions with the banks whenever they are going to apply for a loan also in Fintonic we have a a loan marketplace so they can get a loan from the marketplace within our own book but also um, from all the most important entities in Latin countries and in Spain remain that Fintonic is always aligned with the users for us uh, transparency and being Always in the user side is the most important thing. So we always get what is best for the users. We don't push to get our own product, but what is best for for the user in terms of insurance, loans, energy bill, or um, the best prices in everything. And everything is done within Fintonic app. You don't have to go to other websites.
0: So kind of cross between Money Supermarket, Uswitch, switch and Experian all kind of uh, rolled into one for, for Spain and the Latin American market.
1: Yes, it's like a challenger bank, but it does many things from others. Yes.
0: Right. And of course, you don't actually have a banking license, so we shouldn't call you a bank, right?
1: I, no, no, no. We are much more than a bank always. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I think Netflix took some flack recently for having two CEOs. They they uh, appointed a co-CEO, uh, but Fintonic's got three CEOs, right? So, so how does that work?
1: Oh, it's great. Being three city CEOs, we are really, really complementary. And bear in mind that within Fintonic, there are many companies. We are, have an insurance uh, broker company. We also have our own balance sheet to loan, but we also have a loan marketplace that is independent for of, of, of course for sure uh, from our own book so the there's different people who runs its company within Tonic and there's a lot of things to do so we are very complementary um and this is how we can create this huge uh, company to help the people
0: does one of you have the final say or or everything has to be majority
1: uh, it has to be majority and it's easier <laughs> And I think it's easier to be three because always you will have a a, a, a solution at the end.
0: (laughs) Right, no no uh, stalemate as you would perhaps with with just two. Okay, so I want to move on to um, just kind of talk briefly about the coronavirus pandemic. Um, Coronavirus whacked Spain harder almost than any other European country. How has it affected Fintonic as a business and as an employer?
1: Okay, Uh, well... When the, the COVID, everyone knows that it has like uh, been really, really tough in Spain. And what we did is we, uh, for some months, well, we've been hearing about this uh, in Asia. So for Fintonic, it was, I believe, much more easy than for other companies because we made our team to go to work from home uh, before the government sat uh, um, in Spain, uh, to so it's it was quite easier for us because we were working uh, some weeks before everyone has done that, and also we prepared different uh, scenarios for this, and we were ready. I believe before many other companies, as as we were talking with some of our partners that they are uh, um, in Asia, so well they they really push us to to work in advance the different scenarios and what ha- happened in Fintonic at the end is that uh, as we run different business um, some of them for example the insurance business has done better than we expected but there are others that we couldn't, couldn't even um, develop them such as for example the uh, telco switching the government didn't allow to do this kind of switch from one company to another during the covid so uh, we didn't have revenue on that line at all at the end
0: so so overall overall as a company overall as a company Lupina, what would you say that because we see a lot of you know internet focused businesses or online businesses that are you know they're seeing the kind of demand and use and revenues that they weren't expecting for two or three years further down the line. Uh, has Overall, as a business, have you, do you find yourself kind of further ahead uh, than you expected or because you have kind of different parts to the business, uh, you're kind of pretty much where you expect it to be?
1: I think we are a bit behind, a little bit behind. And now we are recovering really fast, but we were a little bit behind because also we have a, a, an impact knowing the long side that now is recovering a lot but at the first beginning well it was uh, the market was a bit sad not anymore as you can see with all the measures that european central bank uh, has deployed so right now is is getting faster and faster so i am pretty convinced that this is just um a general a um, crisis and not at this December, but next December in 2022, um, it's, Spain is going to be much recover and better. No? It's going to be a really short crisis, just in comparison with the crisis that we have previous to this one.
0: And when we met in uh, January at the Paris Fintech Forum, Lupina, you, you I think, talked about Fintonic uh, breaking even uh, by the end of this year uh, is that still uh, on on track?
1: We have to see. I, I hope so, but we have to see what happened after holidays with all this COVID. Uh, uh, but well, we are very close, so I hope we will do it. But cross fingers and wait and see.
0: And have you found it? Kind of, I don't know if you actually need funding right now, but have you found it harder to, uh, to raise funds? Uh, is now a great time to be expanding into other markets because others perhaps don't have the, the resources and the, the kind of um, strong revenue growth that you have? Uh, how is this kind of affecting Fintonic as a company and, and as one that's obviously uh, very fast growing and, and perhaps you know, is looking to expand um, and, and needs funds to do so?
1: Right now, we, don't, we are not looking for money, we are not raising, so uh, we are in a better position maybe than other companies. Uh, what I've seen for the sector or other companies trying to raise money, um, right now, of course, it's much more difficult because, but not just because the COVID, but before, I believe, um, Christmas, also the, the investors were just seeking for solid. Business models. No, they were looking much more to revenues than in the previous years. So I rather believe that right now you have to have a, a structured business model and look more, much more uh, in the numbers than than before. But in on that case, fintonic is well prepared because we really have a, a business model and. Uh, do you remember now in Paris in Tech Forum, everyone was like, "Wow!" Over uh, well, when I said that we were going to ha- uh, be in break even, because in uh, mine sector is not so common. Um, <laughs> but from 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 the very beginning, we were uh, trying to achieve this goal, and uh, we are going to make it. Yes.
0: Well, given that, do you feel that now is a good opportunity to? expand into markets faster than you perhaps were, were thinking of doing because you're in this stronger financial position?
1: Well, right now, we believe we want to uh, make it work really good in Mexico. It's a huge country. Also, we are in Chile. And in the short term, we don't want to span to other countries just to make it work really good in this that we are already. Um, um, it's, it's um, a difficult time right now also uh, with with the COVID there, because if you have a business model, uh, you have to implement it in, in these countries. And uh, right now, I've seen it, it has gone really, really good in, in Mexico, for example, for, for us. So um, bear in mind that uh, BBVA and the huge Spanish bank make most of their profit there in, in, in these countries, not in Spain. so. Uh, well, I think it's a good moment, but uh, you need to be in the market yourself. Uh, if not, I think or believe it's, it's quite complicated, yes, to go to another country in this situation that you cannot even travel. No?
0: Okay, so well, look, Lupin. I want to hear a bit more about your own story, because, uh, you know, we see you and other fintech founders and it seems so effortless that that's what you do and it's almost like you've always done it but presumably you didn't just wake up one morning and think to yourself oh I'm going to found a, a fintech and you know all the uh, challenges and uh, benefits that, that come with it so so how how did you get here
1: well uh, I have a banking background I used to work in different banks in New York and also in in Spain and um, I decided to be an entrepreneur uh, just before I launched Vintonic. Uh, uh, I quit my my job in a bank, my secure and safe work in my bank, and launched with my partners, Jose Manuel Llado and an advisory theme for banks. So we help them to develop different products and uh, the technology so they could sell different products through their, uh, to their own clients. With been doing this and it was a really successful business and within that company called IDEON, uh, that is my first entrepreneur uh, experience um, uh, the, the huge crisis came 2008 and on that moment we said okay we still have business with the bank but we know there will slow down in the short term so let's start Doing what we know, um, we could decide go back to the bank or or start launching different companies. And we decided the second uh, solution, so we launched, um, it was like a fintech hub. We launched different companies. I've been uh, helping to launch different companies within IDEON. Some failed, most of them not. Uh, doing very well they are b2b or b2c they are all fintech companies they have to do with finance and technology um, structure deposits uh, fx uh, well many things and and one of the companies that we launched also was was fintonic within idion and that's my baby
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you're kind of like your fourth baby right because you've got three actual Little ones, yourself, right?
1: Yes, yes, yes. I have three little ones, and this is the fourth.
0: (laughs) Okay, uh, so I want to come back to FinTonic in just a second because you mentioned um, that you, you know, you had some failures, or or at least one failure that that before you kind of got here. And I'm just wondering, uh, first of all, what what happened there, and and how how that helped you really to kind of learn lessons to enable you to succeed in FinTonic.
1: Okay, before I launched FinTonic, I launched another company and. we made a failure that it was it didn't have the market fit because the market uh, turned around so it was a company that helped the people when the interest rates were racing but the market turned uh, around and uh, the interest rates dropped so uh, we developed all the technology everything and it didn't have the market fit so we couldn't, of course, um, uh, well, uh, we couldn't sell it or we couldn't do anything with it. So uh, um, we learned a lot on that. I, I believe if you are an entrepreneur, the idea is not very important. The, the execution is very important to have the team and that we have it. Uh, but also it's very, very important to have the demand, to have, you have to help someone to solve one pain and we couldn't solve that pain on that time also the time to market is very very important because if the market turns around and you are lending that there is a, a huge crisis and the market is not going to lend anymore it's, it's not going to work for you and also i always say you need a bit of luck because if you you don't have luck uh, i've seen many startups they execute good they have the great team they have the time to market they have uh, everything uh, but at the end they didn't succeed and well sometimes it's the luck also so it's not on your side.
0: Uh, and Do you think uh, having a failure under your belt is kind of like a, a founder who has a failure under their belt is kind of more likely to succeed the one who doesn't?
1: Of course of course you, you learned a lot of all your failures and all uh, because you won't repeat that failure, I believe. Maybe others, Mm -hmm. but not that one.
0: (laughs) And and I I like your first uh, uh, fintech, which is called uh, Ideon, which, uh, uh, for those who don't speak Spanish, kind of means like a big idea. Uh, And as you were saying, you know, you, you... a lot of people have ideas they have big ideas but either lack the drive or the money or the connections or the or the determination to actually implement them so i'm just wondering what kind of help make you the kind of person that could make it work i know that you've had you know a number of uh, events in your life for example that perhaps uh, would have served to have uh, uh, toughened you up maybe or, or given you the drive that you needed to succeed
1: i believe you need uh, to be really re resilient. Re- uh, it's, um, it's very very important. And in my life, um, I was always a good student when I was in school, university, whatever. And really, I had a crisis, a financial crisis uh, within my family. And then uh, my mother helped us a lot, my siblings and myself, to understand how tough you must be and how you can overcome uh, any challenge and how you must, like, work hard. And Really, I believe uh, this makes me like another person. My mom was really an entrepreneur uh, herself, and I learned that from very, very young. Then she died when I was young, so I really believe she's the person who made uh, whom I am right now.
0: You were sixteen. You were sixteen when your mother died, right?
1: Uh, yes, I was sixteen years old, and yes, I really believe. Uh, she gave me the drive uh, to understand there are good times bad times, but you have to be like there or uh, working and and yes i I really believe this had helped me and but it's not only me, my siblings are also like a bit of entrepreneurs and succeeding well, well, uh, with what they do. Um, one brother is one maker from the best wine in Spain, the other uh, is in Africa. Uh, um, helping many people, but uh, in a way that is very differentiated, and and I, I I'm really proud of her. And the other brother has his his own fund, no. So I don't know. These make us tough guys.
0: <laughs> in terms of setting up the company itself, uh, you know that there wasn't a lot of. Uh, it, w- it was a tough economic climate that you kind of launched into. Uh, in, in Spain uh, and I'm just wondering if uh, if it was particularly hard or if because it was a new category everyone was excited by the novelty of it or if that made it harder to explain it to people to, to get them to kind of come on board and support it.
1: As it was a novelty, as you said, uh, we were in all the all TV shows, in press release so that was much easier for us on that moment, uh, of course, but always uh, to build a brand or a product, it gets it gets years not to be on top of the mind of, of the people. No? Our user has around uh, thirty eight years old, so these kind of people, uh, on the time on right now, uh, we're having lots of problems. So, well, never is easy to launch a product. Never, I, you cannot say it's easy because it's not. But I think we did it well, and there were others on trying to fight for what we are doing right now, and they do not exist anymore here in Spain.
0: Of course, if, if you'd listened to your grandmother, uh, things could have turned out very differently, right?
1: Ah oh, yes. Uh, my, granny, my granny was really hilarious, and she said, come on, you're such a good student. <laughs> Don't go to work uh, uh, for a bank, or do not be an entrepreneur, never ever, because you're not gonna like, sleep again. Uh, just work for the government like in Spain if you study after your university like for some years there is like great positions and, <laughs> and uh, but I told him just hold on I'm gonna just just try it in in this bank in New York just for some months but afterwards I have all my books to do the exams no for this government position I I will start studying but once you you have this energy of working of doing th- different things or I say this not mm, to do always the same it wasn't for me so this was to become a notary right yes I don't know if other uh, people that is not from from Spain know what's that but yes he she loved me to be in a notary doing every day exactly the same signing <laughs> and uh, all the notaries in Spain are really really happy they live really well but well it was not for me
0: and I mean, you're you're Spanish, so you're obviously a fan of uh, of Rafael Nadal. Um, I mean, what, what's what's he got to do with fintonic aside from nationality?
1: I believe many many entrepreneurs in Spain have a bit, not maybe like him, but a bit his character in terms of being resilient and uh, in terms of working hard, uh, don't give up, and don't do it just. For the money, because if the people or you try to build a startup or a company just for the money, many people will overcome you and you will fail. If you have a passion or passion to change the world that I have it, uh, to make the best financial service, then right now, after so many years, I feel much more passionate than I just started, no? than just when I started Fintonic, because I really think we can make a difference. We can really help people. Sometimes, well, the other day, a uh, Fintonic user came. She, she works uh, as domestic um, person in, in uh-huh. houses, yes, and and we saved her 950 euros in her uh, life insurance, like that. So she started crying, what you did? This is like my, you I going to say, no, you are overpaying. That's, that's it. So you feel really well when you see you can't help people and, and I know we have much more to do, but I, I know we are in the right way. I am, I am the user advocate. So, uh, <laughs> As you can see, I am really advocate uh, with the users, always aligned with them. If, and all the company, all the team knows it. If we are not going to do something that is transparent and better for the user, we cannot do it. It's, it's like that. It's, if you are not going to get... A better or the best solution that we can find for the for the user, like, don't do it.
0: So, so I guess you know it, it kind of takes the determination of a Rafael Nadal to to kind of succeed as a, a as an entrepreneur. Um, obviously, it involves a lot of hard work as well. Um, do you think you were also a bit lucky? I mean, does that have much to do with it?
1: Yes, of course. I, I really believe I've been lucky. Uh, with many people also are that had also. Um, interview us like you are doing right now and letting our um, letting everyone to know our product and of course I, i've been lucky uh, um, and also with with also i have to say with the family i have that they have support all this because i uh, i'm not doing anything at all at my home so this is thank to 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 my family and Mm, yes, I, I, I must say we've been lucky and we have also uh, a long way uh, to keep on doing things and this is not the end, of course, if Tony has years ahead.
0: I'm glad you mentioned your family because when interviewing female founders, I always feel a little bit awkward because the fact that you're a woman just simply shouldn't be an issue. It should just be normal. Uh, but of course it isn't, which is why presumably you still get asked these questions about there not being enough female founders, for example. I mean, off the top of my head, uh, I'm thinking uh, Catherine Petralia of Cabbage and Shivani Soroya of Tala. Um, tell us about your experience.
1: Well, I believe from in my case it has been a benefit because um, uh, as we are three CEOs and we are very complementary, I could like focus on what I could do best, and uh, I think that has helped me a lot. Not to to uh, build great partnerships. For example, we have a great partnership with Amazon. So our juices a can buy at 0% APA in Amazon and pay back in four months. Things like that. It's been maybe, I don't know, because, um, I don't know if for being a woman or not. I don't think it's because of that. But I think a woman can do whatever she wants. and, uh, uh, And this is one of the best advices I've received when I started. Uh, please never complain. No complain. Just a solution. Give solutions. No, and and this was mm, she's the president of South Summit, one of the events in in Spain, the huge uh, entrepreneur event in in Spain, and I believe in Latin. And she told me that the before even I think we launched FinTonic, she told me never complain because it's gonna be like tough. It's gonna be hard work. You are not gonna sleep. So. Uh, you know, you're going to have lots of problems. This is going to be like a roller coaster. So always bring solutions. And, and I apply that in my life and in my work. And I always tell the people and also my kids, don't complain. Just a solution, not find a solution. And So being a woman, uh, and I have two kids uh, within Fintonic, I, of course. Uh, some woman will say, well, she's crazy. She didn't have the maternity leave or whatever. But um, bear in mind that for Fintonic for me is huge. Uh, so maybe I was not an example not having maternity leave, uh, I believe. Not not an example at all. Uh, and I don't want uh, the women that work with me do not have maternity leave. Of course they need to have it. And also the men, are exactly the same.
0: So, so how long, how much time did you take off after having your children if you didn't take maternity leave? Were you kind of like had the baby on the Friday and back in the office on the Monday?
1: Well, really, really I was like until last moment working always like my herself was. come on Lupina you're going to have the baby here because it was really huge and <laughs> go I don't want to bring you to hospital and it was like that uh, I was working until very late and following day I had the baby and from the very beginning I started working I really because I could I could do um, both things so I, I did it because I couldn't stop thinking about Fintonic, about what we should deploy, what we should launch. Of course when you have a one week or two this connection is also good because you, th- or also when you go on holidays, no, it's also good because you uh, have f- a bit of free time and then you can think s- from other angles um, uh, different solutions or whatever but I am not an example in maternity leave, I, ha- I may say.
0: Uh, I mean, I, but I... I- if I'm not mistaken, I mean, it still surprises people sometimes when you are pitching or when you're meeting potential partners uh, for the business, uh, you know, that they, they still seem to be surprised that, that you're the kind of founder and co-CEO, right?
1: Yes. When I It was very funny when once uh, I, I was back in 2013 or something like that, it was like dealing with partnership and whatever. And they thought I was the trainee and it was really hilarious, you know. And I just start laughing and, okay, it's great to be seen so young, I said. <laughs> but, you know, you have to take the things with, uh, with love and don't be, don't be ashamed of being a woman. And don't try to, to be a man because I don't try to be a man, I, uh, you know, I, I can be myself.
0: And so, do you think things are changing, that, that there are more kind of female founders and also especially in fintech coming through? Is this? Are we going to stop having this conversation in a year or two? Uh, people are going to stop asking you because it just won't be of any interest whatsoever anymore, if indeed it is right now.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, right now, there are not so many. So, of course, we will be talking about this in the following years. Um, maybe it's a life option. They decide not to... To entrepreneur or whatever uh, for me also it's difficult to uh, hire women engineers because right now i don't know why uh, they don't like to study this this type of careers I, I i really don't know these degrees I, I don't know why um they did in the past but not anymore maybe because they don't see the social side of what they can do with this and i am always trying to help Uh, students and women also of course to find it attractive to 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 decide to study this kind of careers because uh, you can also help with them Uh, because in spain all the top women are the best doctors the best you know they get uh, they really really study a lot so it's not that they are not willing to study is maybe they don't see what they can do afterwards with that. And that's why I'm trying to help on that, that maybe you can uh, see that you can help the world to be a better place, also being an engineer or also a mathematician that we, we contract a lot of them. So yes, and I'm trying to help that, but of course, I hope not in the following in three or four years time, but now we are far away of of okay. saying that it's equivalent because it's not.
0: Okay, so so my last uh, fintonic related question is already uh, just for you is um is you know many listeners will be either fintech founders or thinking of of, of becoming one. Um, what advice would you give them? What 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 should they have at the forefront of their minds uh, when embarking on this journey that, that you've embarked on a couple of times already? Uh,
1: they have to be really, really sure about what they're going to do. Um, it's very important, no? If they have doubts, it's better not to, to do it at all because it's going to be tough and lots of nights off. and it's, it's, it's like a roller coaster, So, but also it gives you this huge energy. I really believe that the idea is not important at all really uh, many of people have your own idea before you and but it's very important how you implement it the team to execute it it has to be brilliant and you have to be aligned with them um, and you have to have this culture that you all with this mission and this vision of the the product that you all all are aligned with it no in our case in In our core values is transparency and fight for the user. It's like always get what is best for them. So everyone follows that. Also, it's very important the time to market. They need to see what is going to happen or try to figure out what is going to happen in the following years with the markets and in the time they're launching, because it's it's very tough if it's not. Sometimes, for example, I've seen that Fintoni was tried to be launched by a, um, a bank uh, many years before we launched. And it was not the proper time. The people was not ready for this. So it's very important the time to market. Uh, and also, it's always important, I believe, um, to have passion in what you do, not do it for money, but because uh, you are passionate about what you're going to do. It's very important. Um, if not, I believe. Mm, you won't be the winner on this no I and this is my case I I maybe another works the other way around but in my case I, I believe this and for entrepreneurs um, be patient we be, re, re, be really really patient it's gonna take a while uh, focus on the business model right now it's very important to focus on the business model uh, and uh, really um, have someone or your family or whom, whatever you are living uh, support you because if not, you're not going to make it, I think. But many people make it, so try it, give it a go.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Lupina Ituriaga, co-CEO and founder of uh, Fintonic. We really appreciate your taking the time to join us and I uh, hope we have a chance to meet again in person uh, one day soon.
1: Thank you very much, Elliot. It has been really, really a pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: Now, I must confess, I am a bit of a Latino file. I spent three years living in South America as a BBC correspondent, so I'm always delighted to find someone like Lupina whom I can chat to in Spanish. Uh, We met at the Paris Fintech Forum in January 2020. Uh, She was brilliant on my panel and great fun at the party the night before. And while Asia is rightly regarded as a trailblazer in fintech, Latin America seems to be where it's at right now, with some seriously exciting companies emerging from the region. No doubt Fintonic, which is already in Chile and Mexico, is well positioned to ride that wave of growth. And since we recorded this interview, FinTonic has raised an additional 10 million euros in the form of a convertible note from the likes of ING and Insurance Group PSN. So thank you, Lupina Iturriaga, and thank you for listening to the Fintech podcast with me, Elliot Gotkin. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you can, leave us a nice rating and review. And you can listen to all previous episodes of the Fintech podcast via our website, f dot dash dash techcom if you've got any comments suggestions or feedback you can find us on Twitter Facebook and Instagram at pod fintech or at Elliot gotkin that's it from me we'll be back next week for more of the best F in tech hope you'll join us again then bye bye